BJ. 9.10, under the guidance or superintendence of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, the material energy works, as if independent, although it is not actually independent. In this verse from the Visnu Purana the total energy of the Supreme Personality of Godhead is classified in three divisions, namely, the spiritual or internal potency of the Lord, the marginal potency or Ksatrajna, the living entity, and the material potency, which is separated from the Supreme Personality of Godhead and appears to act independently. When Srila Vyasadeva, by meditation and self-realization, saw the Supreme Personality of Godhead, he also saw the separated energy of the Lord Stahindiyang Behind Him, a Pasaya Purusam Purnamayam Katatapasrayam. Vyasadeva also realized that it is this separated energy of the Lord, the material energy, that covers the knowledge of the living entities, Yasamahetaljiva Atmanam Tridunatmakam. The separated, material energy bewilders the living entities' vivas, and thus they work very hard under its influence, not knowing that they are not fulfilling their mission in life. Unfortunately, most of them think that they are the body and should therefore enjoy the material senses irresponsibly, since, when death comes everything will be finished. This atheistic philosophy also flourished in India, where it was sometimes propagated by Karvaka Muni, who said, His theory was that as long as one lives one should eat as much ghee as possible. In India, ghee, clarified butter is a basic ingredient in preparing many varieties of foodstuffs. Since everyone wants to enjoy nice food, Karvaka Muni advised that one eat as much ghee as possible. One may say, I have no money. How shall I purchase ghee? Karvaka Muni, however, says, if you have no money, then beg, borrow or steal, but in some way secure ghee and enjoy life. For one who further objects that he will be held accountable for such unauthorized activities as begging, borrowing and stealing, Karvaka Muni replies, you will not be held responsible. As soon as your body is burned to ashes after death, everything is finished. This is called ignorance. From Bhagavad Gita it is understood that one does not die with the annihilation of his body, The annihilation of one body involves changing to another, Therefore, to perform irresponsible activities in the material world is very dangerous. Without knowledge of the spirit soul and its transmigration, People are allured by the material energy to engage in many such activities, as if one could become happy simply by dint of material knowledge, without reference to spiritual existence. Therefore the entire material world and its activities are referred to as a Vidya Karmasamjnanaya. In order to dissipate the ignorance of the human beings who work under the material energy, which is separated from the Supreme Personality of Godhead, the Lord comes down to revive their original nature of spiritual activities, As soon as they deviate from their original nature, the Lord comes to teach them, Vraja, my dear living entities, give up all material activities and simply surrender unto me for protection. BG 18.66, it is the statement of Karvaka Muni that one should beg, borrow or steal money to purchase ghee and enjoy life, Thus even the greatest atheist of India recommends that one eat ghee, not meat. No one could conceive of human beings eating meat like tigers and dogs, but men have become so degraded that they are just like animals and can no longer claim to have a human civilization. Text 120. Translation. The Mayavada philosophy is so degraded that it has taken the insignificant living entities to be the Lord, the Supreme Truth, thus covering the glory and supremacy of the Absolute Truth with monism. PURPORT Srila Bhaktivedanta Nota Thakura comments in this connection that in all Vedic scriptures the Jivatadva, the Truth of the Living Entities, is mentioned to be one of the energies of the Lord. If one does not accept the living entity to be a minute, infinitesimal spark of the Supreme but equates Thajivatadva with the Supreme Brahman or Supreme Personality of Godhead, it must be understood that his entire philosophy is based on a misunderstanding. Unfortunately, Sripadasankarakaraya purposely claimed the Jivatadva, or living entities, to be equal to the Supreme God. 
therefore his entire philosophy is based on a misunderstanding, and it misguides people to become atheists whose mission in life isn't fulfilled. The mission of human life, as described in Bhagavad Gita, is to surrender unto the Supreme Lord and become his devotee, but the Mayavada philosophy misleads one to defy the existence of the Supreme Personality of Godhead and pose oneself as the Supreme Lord. Thus it has misguided hundreds and thousands of innocent men. In the Vedanta Sutra, Vyasadeva has described that the Supreme Personality of Godhead is potent and that everything, material or spiritual, is but an emanation of his energy. The Lord, the Supreme Brahman, is the origin or source of everything, Janmadi Asayayana, and all other manifestations are emanations of different energies of the Lord. This is also confirmed in the Vishnu Purana, Ekadesis Thitasai Energyatsna Vistarini Yatha Purasaya Brahmana Saktas Tathadam Akilam Jagat. Whatever we see in this world is simply an expansion of different energies of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is exactly like a fire which spreads illumination for a long distance, although it is situated in one place. This is a very vivid example. Similarly, it is stated that, just as everything in the material world exists in the sunshine, which is the energy of the sun, so everything exists on the basis of the spiritual and material energies of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Thus, although Krishna is situated in his own abode, Galoka even Nivasati Akilatmabuto, where he enjoys his transcendental pastimes with the coward boys and Gokis, he is nevertheless present everywhere, even within the atoms of this universe, and Antarastha Piramanuke Antarastham. Th is his Thivarddite of the Vedic Light Rasher. Unfortunately, the Mayavada philosophy, misguiding people by claiming the living entity to be the Lord, has created havoc throughout the entire world and led almost everyone to godlessness. By thus covering the glories of the Supreme Lord, the Mayavadi philosophers have done the greatest disservice to human society. It is to counteract these most abominable activities of the Mayavadi philosophers that Lord Ketanaya has introduced the Hare Krishna Mata Mantra. Hera Nama Hera Nama Hera Nama Vakabellum Kalam Nasty even Nasty even Nasty Eva Gadir in Ilfa in this age of quarrel and hypocrisy the only means of deliverance is chanting the holy name of the Lord. There is no other way. There is no other way. There is no other way. People should simply engage in the chanting of the Hare Krishna Mata Mantra, for thus they will gradually come to understand that they are not the Supreme Personality of Godhead, as they have been taught by the Mayavadi philosophers, but are eternal servants of the Lord. As soon as one engages himself in the transcendental service of the Lord, he becomes free. Man ka yodvaya bhikarena bhaktiyajina savate sagunan samadhatayadan brahmabhaya kalpat one who engages in full devotional service, who does not fall down in any circumstances, at once transcends the modes of material nature and thus comes to the level of Brahman. BG 14.26 Therefore the Hare Krishna movement or Krishna consciousness movement is the only light, for the foolish living entities who think either that there is no God or that, if God exists he is formless and they themselves are also God. These misconceptions are very dangerous, and the only way to counteract them is to spread the Hare Krishna movement. Text 121 Vyasara Satrit K backquote Purinama Veda backquote Vyasabrantabali Tara Thela Vivida. Translation. In his Vedanta Sutra Srila Vyasadeva has described that everything is but a transformation of the energy of the Lord. Sankarakaraya, however, has misled the world by commenting that Vyasadeva was mistaken. Thus he has raised great opposition to theism throughout the entire world. Purport. Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakura explains, in the Vedanta Sutra of Srila Vyasadeva it is definitely stated that all cosmic manifestations result from transformations of various energies of the Lord. Sankarakarya, however, not accepting the energy of the Lord, thinks that it is the Lord who is transformed. He has taken many clear statements from the Vedic literature and twisted them to try to prove that, if the Lord, or the Absolute Truth, were transformed, his oneness would be disturbed. Thus he has accused Srila Vyasadeva of being mistaken. In developing his philosophy of monism, therefore, he has established Vivardamveda, or the Mayavada theory of illusion. I end the Brahma Sutra, second chapter, the first quote is, as follows, Tadananayat Vabaram Bhanas and Dhanabhaya. 
Kam ment in geoinf is sutra inh is samirika basaya, samkarakaraya has introduced the statement vakarambhanam vakaronamadhayam from the Chandajaya Upanishad to try to prove that acceptance of the transformation of the energy of the Supreme Lord is faulty. He has tried to defy this transformation of energy in a misguided way, which will be explained later. Since his conception of God is impersonal, he does not believe that the entire cosmic manifestation is a transformation of the energies of the Lord, for as soon as one accepts the various energies of the Absolute Truth, one must immediately accept the Absolute Truth to be personal, not impersonal. A person can create many things by the transformation of his energy. For example, a businessman transforms his energy by establishing many big factories or business organizations, yet he remains a person, although his energy has been transformed into these many factories or business concerns. The Mayavati philosophers do not understand this simple fact. Their tiny brains and poor fund of knowledge cannot afford them sufficient enlightenment to realize that, when a man's energy is transformed, the man himself is not transformed but remains the same person. Not believing in the fact that the energy of the Absolute Truth is transformed, Sankarakaraya has propounded his theory of illusion. This theory states that, although the Absolute Truth is never transformed, we think that it is transformed, which is an illusion. Sankarakaraya does not believe in the transformation of the energy of the Absolute Truth, for he claims that everything is one and that the living entity is therefore also one with the Supreme. This is the Mayavada theory. Srila Vyasadeva has explained that the Absolute Truth is a person who has different potencies. Merely by his desire that there be creation and by his glance, Sa'alxata, he created this material world, Sa'asrajata. After creation, he remains the same person, he is not transformed into everything. One should accept that the Lord has inconceivable energies and that it is by his order and will that varieties of manifestation have come into existence. I end of Vedanta Sutra it is said, This mantra indicates that from one fact another fact is generated. For example, a father is one fact, and a son generated from the father is a second fact. Thus both of them are truths, although one is generated from the other. This generation of a second, independent truth from a first truth is called Vikara, or transformation resulting in a byproduct. The Supreme Brahman is the Absolute Truth, and the other energies that have emanated from him and are existing separately, such as the living entities and the cosmic manifestation, are also truths. This is an example of transformation, which is called Vikara or Pirinama. To give another example of Vikara, milk is a truth, but the same milk may be transformed into yogurt. Thus yogurt is a transformation of milk, although the ingredients of yogurt and milk are the same. In the Chandajaya Upanishad there is the following mantra, aided at Mayamidam Sarvam. This mantra indicates without a doubt that the entire world is Brahman. The Absolute Truth has inconceivable energies, as confirmed in the Svetasvedra Upanishad, Purasaya Sakvalarvalvinhavas Ruayate, and the entire cosmic manifestation is evidence of these different energies of the Supreme Lord. The Supreme Lord is a fact, and therefore whatever is created by the Supreme Lord is also factual. Everything is true and complete, Parnam, but the original Purnam, the complete absolute truth, always remains the same. Purnat Purnam Udasaya Purnasaya Purnamadaya. The absolute truth is so perfect that, although innumerable energies emanate from him and manifest creations which appear to be different from him, he nevertheless maintains his personality. He never deteriorates under any circumstances. It is to be concluded that the entire cosmic manifestation is a transformation of the energy of the Supreme Lord, not of the Supreme Lord or Absolute Truth Himself, who always remains the same. The material world and the living entities are transformations of the energy of the Lord, the Absolute Truth or Brahman, who is the original source. In other words, the Absolute Truth, Brahman, is the original ingredient, and the other manifestations are transformations of this ingredient. This is also confirmed in the Taittiriya Upanishad. Yatovahimanibhudanijayant, this entire cosmic manifestation is made possible by the Absolute Truth, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. In this verse it is indicated that Brahman, the Absolute Truth, is the original cause, and the living entities, Jivas, and cosmic manifestation are effects of this cause. The cause being a fact, the effects are also factual. 
they are not illusion. Sankarakarya has inconsistently tried to prove that acceptance of the material world and Fejivas to be byproducts of the Supreme Lord is an illusion, because in this conception the existence of the material world and Vajivas is different and separate from that of the Absolute Truth. With this jugglery of understanding, Bayavati philosophers have propagated the slogan Brahma Satyam Jagan Mithaya, which declares that the Absolute Truth is fact but the cosmic manifestation and the living entities are simply illusions, or that all of them are in fact the Absolute Truth and that the material world and living entities do not separately exist. It is therefore to be concluded that Sankarakarya, in order to present the Supreme Lord, the living entities and the material nature as indivisible and ignorant, tries to cover the glories of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. He maintains that the material cosmic manifestation is Mithya, or false, but this is a great blunder. If the Supreme Personality of Godhead is a fact, how can his creation be false? Even in ordinary dealings, one cannot think the material cosmic manifestation to be false. Therefore Vaisnava philosophers say that the cosmic creation is not false but temporary. It is separated from the Supreme Personality of Godhead, but since it is wonderfully created by the energy of the Lord, to say that it is false is blasphemous. Non-devotees factually appreciate the wonderful creation of material nature, but they cannot appreciate the intelligence and energy of the Supreme Personality of Godhead who is behind this material creation. Sripada Ramanujakarya, however, refers to a Vedic Sutra, Atma Vahidamagravasit, which points out that the Supreme Atma, the Absolute Truth, existed before the creation. One may argue, if the Supreme Personality of Godhead is completely spiritual, how is it possible for him to be the origin of creation and have within himself both material and spiritual energies? To answer this challenge, Sripada Ramanujakarya quotes a mantra from the Taittiriya Upanishad which states, This mantra confirms that the entire cosmic manifestation emanates from the Absolute Truth, rests upon the Absolute Truth and after annihilation again re-enters the body of the Absolute Truth, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The living entity is originally spiritual, and when he enters the spiritual world or the body of the Supreme Lord, he still retains his identity as an individual soul. In this connection Sripada Ramanujakarya gives the example that, when a green bird enters a green tree it does not become one with the tree, it retains its identity as a bird, although it appears to merge in the greenness of the tree. To give another example, an animal that enters a forest keeps its individuality. Although apparently the beast merges in the forest. Similarly, in material existence, both the material energy and the living entities of the marginal potency maintain their individuality. Thus, although the energies of the Supreme Personality of Godhead interact within the cosmic manifestation, each keeps its separate individual existence. Merging in the material or spiritual energies, therefore, does not involve loss of individuality. According to Sri Ramanujapada's theory of this Istadvaita, although all the energies of the Lord are one, each keeps its individuality, Vasistaya. Sripada Sankarakarya has tried to mislead the readers of Vedanta Sutra by misinterpreting the words Anandameo Vyasat, and he has even tried to find fault with Vyasadeva. All the codes of the Vedanta Sutra need not be examined here, however, since we intend to present the Vedanta Sutra in a separate volume. Text 122. Translation. According to Sankarakarya, by accepting the theory of the transformation of the energy of the Lord, one creates an illusion by indirectly accepting that the Absolute Truth is transformed. Purport. Srila Bhakti the note of Akira comments that, if one does not clearly understand the meaning of Purinamaveda, or transformation of energy, one is sorry to misunderstand the truth regarding this material cosmic manifestation and the living entities. In the Chandajaya Upanishad it is said, U6.8.4, the material world and the living entities are separate beings, and they are eternally true, not false. Sankarakarya, however, unnecessarily fearing that by Purinamaveda, transformation of energy, Brahman would be transformed, Vikari, has imagined both the material world and the living entities to be false and to have no individuality. 
by word jugglery he has tried to prove that the individual identities of the living entities and the material world are illusory, and he has cited the examples of mistaking a rope for a snake or an oyster shell for gold. Thus he has most abominably cheated people in general. The example of misunderstanding a rope to be a snake is mentioned in the Mandukaya Upanishad, but it is meant to explain the error of identifying the body with the soul. Since the soul is actually a spiritual particle, as confirmed in Bhagavad Gita, it is due to illusion, Vivardavada, that a human being, like an animal, identifies the body with the self. This is a proper example of Vivarda, or illusion. The Udarka describes such an illusion. To not know actual facts and thus to mistake one thing for another, as, for example, to accept the body as oneself, is called Vivardavada. Every conditioned living entity who considers the body to be the soul is deluded by this Vivardavetta. One can be attacked by this Vivardavetta philosophy when he forgets the inconceivable power of the omnipotent personality of Godhead. How the Supreme Personality of Godhead remains, as he is, never changing, is explained in the Isopanasad, Purnasaya Purnamadeya Purnamivavasisayate. God is complete. Even if a complete manifestation is taken away from him, he continues to be complete. The material creation is manifested by the energy of the Lord, but he is still the same person. His form, entourage, qualities and so on never deteriorate. Srila Jaiva Gosvami, in H is Paramatmas Amdarbha, Kamnts regard by NG Fivardavada, as follows, under the spell of Jvardavada one imagines the separate entities, namely, the cosmic manifestation and the living entities, to be one with Brahman. This is due to complete ignorance regarding the actual fact that the absolute truth, or Parabrahman, is always one and always the same. He is completely free from all other conceptions of existence. He is completely free from false ego, for he is the full spiritual identity. It is absolutely impossible for him to be subjected to ignorance and fall under the spell of a misconception, Vivardavetta. The absolute truth is beyond our conception. One must admit that he has unblemished qualities that he does not share with every living entity. He is never tainted in the slightest degree by the flaws of ordinary living beings. Everyone knew S.T. therefore you versed in the absolute truth to possess inconceivable potencies. Text 123. Translation. Transformation of energy is a proven fact. It is the false bodily conception of the self that is an illusion. Purport. The Jiva, or living entity, is a spiritual spark who is part of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Unfortunately, he thinks the body to be the self, and that misunderstanding is called vulvarda, or acceptance of untruth to be truth. The body is not the self, but animals and foolish people think that it is. Vivarda, illusion, does not, however, denote a change in the identity of the spirit soul, it is the misconception that the body is the self that is an illusion. Similarly, the Supreme Personality of Godhead does not change when his external energy, consisting of the eight gross and subtle material elements listed in Bhagavad Gita, Bumarapo Nalovaya, etc., acts and reacts in different phases. Text 124. Translation. The Supreme Personality of Godhead is opulent in all respects. Therefore by his inconceivable energies he has transformed the material cosmic manifestation. Text 125. Translation. Using the example of a touchstone, which by its energy turns iron to gold and yet remains the same, we can understand that, although the Supreme Personality of Godhead transforms his innumerable energies, he remains unchanged. Text 126. Translation. Although Touchstone produces many varieties of valuable jewels, it nevertheless remains the same. It does not change its original form. Text 127. Translation. If there is such inconceivable potency in material objects, why should we not believe in the inconceivable potency of the Supreme Personality of Godhead? PURPORT 
The argument of Sri Ketanaya Mahaprabhu described in this verse can be very easily understood even by a common man, if he simply thinks of the activities of the sun, which has been giving off unlimited amounts of heat and light, since time immemorial and yet has not even slightly decreased in power. Modern science believes that it is by sunshine that the entire cosmic manifestation is maintained, and actually one can see how the actions and reactions of sunshine maintain order throughout the universe. The growth of vegetables and even the rotation of the planets take place due to the heat and light of the sunday. Sometimes, therefore, modern scientists consider the sun to be the original cause of creation, not knowing that the sun is only a medium, for it is also created by the supreme energy of the supreme personality of Godhead. Aside from the sun and touchstone, there are many other material things which transform their energy in different ways and yet remain as they are. It is not necessary, therefore, for the original cause, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, to change due to the changes or transformations of his different energies. The falsity of Sripadasankarakarya's explanation of Vivarnaveda and Pirinamaveda has been detected by the Vaisnavaakarya's, especially Jivagasvami, whose opinion is that actually Sankara did not understand the Vedanta Sutra. In Sankara's explanation of one sutra, Anandamayo Bhaisat, he has interpreted the affix mayat with such word jugglery that this very explanation proves that he had little knowledge of the Vedanta Sutra but simply wanted to support his impersonalism through the codes of the Vedanta philosophy. Actually, however, he failed to do so, because he could not put forward strong arguments. In this connection, Srila Jivagasvami cites the code Brahmapakam Pratistha, which gives Vedic evidence that Brahman is the origin of everything. In explaining this verse, Sripadasankarakarya interpreted various Sanskrit words in such a way that he implied, according to Jivagasvami, that Vyasadeva had very little knowledge of higher logic. Such unscrupulous deviation from the real meaning of the Vedanta Sutra has created a class of men who by word jugglery try to derive various indirect meanings from the Vedic literatures, especially Bhagavad Gita. One of them has even explained that the word Kiruksatra refers to the body. Such interpretations imply, however, that neither Lord Krishna nor Vyasadeva had a proper sense of word usage or etymological adjustment. They lead one to assume that, since Lord Krishna could not personally sense the meaning of what he was speaking and Vyasadeva did not know the meaning of what he was writing, Lord Krishna left his book to be explained later by the Mayavadis. Such interpretations merely prove, however, that their proponents have very little philosophical sense. Instead of wasting one's time falsely deriving such indirect meanings from Vedanta Sutra and other Vedic literatures, one should accept the words of these books, as they are. In presenting Bhagavad Gita, as it is, therefore, we have not changed the meaning of the original words. Similarly, if one studies Vedanta Sutra, as it is, without whimsical and capricious adulteration, one can understand the Vedanta Sutra very easily. Srila Vyasadeva the Reforks play in S. Vedanta Sutra, begin N.I.N.G. from the V.R.S.T. Sutra, Janmadi Asayayana, I.N. His Srimad Bhagavatam, Janmadi Asayayaton Ved Iteritus Karthas Vedvijna Svera I meditate upon him left square bracket Lord Shri Krishna right square bracket, the transcendent reality, who is the primeval cause of all causes, from whom all manifested universes arise, in whom they dwell and by whom they are destroyed. I meditate upon that eternally effulgent Lord who is directly and indirectly conscious of all manifestations and yet is fully independent. The Supreme Personality of Godhead knows very well how to do everything perfectly. He is Abhijna, always fully conscious. The Lord therefore says in Bhagavad Gita BG 7.26 that He knows everything, past, present and future, but no one but a devotee knows Him, as He is. Therefore, the Absolute Truth, the Personality of Godhead, is at least partially understood by devotees of the Lord, but the Mayavadi philosophers who unnecessarily speculate to understand the Absolute Truth simply waste their time. Text 128 Backquote Pranavasamata Vakaya, Veteranadana Isvarasvirupa Pranavasarvavasvadama Translation the Vedic sound vibration Amkara, the principal word in the Vedic literatures, is the basis of all Vedic vibrations. Therefore one should accept Amkara as the sound representation of the Supreme Personality of Godhead and the reservoir of the cosmic manifestation. PURPORT 
in Bhagavad Gita BG 8.14, the glories of Ankara are described, as follows, Amidiakaksaram Brahma Vyataran Mamanusvaran Yah Prayati Tyajan Ditam Sabyati Parabam Gatam This verse indicates that Ankara, or Pranava, is a direct representation of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Point. Therefore, if at the time of death one simply remembers Ankara, he remembers the Supreme Personality of Godhead and is therefore immediately transferred to the spiritual world. Amkara is the basic principle of all Vedic mantras, for it is a representation of Lord Krishna, understanding of whom is the ultimate goal of the Vedas, as stated in Bhagavad Gita, Vedas Kasarvaratam Eva Vedaya. Bhagavad philosophers cannot understand these simple facts explained in Bhagavad Gita, and yet they are very proud of being Vedantists. Sometimes, therefore, we refer to the Vedanti philosophers as having no teeth, Danta means teeth, and the means without. The statements of the Sankara philosophy, which are the teeth of the Mayavadi philosopher are always broken by the strong arguments of Vaisnava philosophers such as the great Akariyas, especially Ramanujakariya. Sripada Ramanujakariya and Madhavakariya break the teeth of the Mayavasi philosophers, who can therefore be called Vedantis in the sense of toothless. The transcendental vibration Amkara is explained in Bhagavad Gita, chapter 8, verse 13. Amidi Akaksaram Brahma Vyataran Mamanusvaran Yah Prayati Tyajan Ditam Sabyati Parabam Gatam After being situated in the yoga practice and vibrating the sacred syllable Um, the supreme combination of letters, if one thinks of the supreme personality of Godhead and quits his body, he will certainly reach the spiritual planets. Lf. One actually understands that Amkara is the sound representation of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, whether he chants Amkara or the Hare Krishna Mantra, the result is certainly the same. The transcendental vibration of Amkara is further explained in Bhagavad Gita, Chapter 9, Verse 17, Pinahamasaya Jagato. Madadada Patamaha Vedayam Pavitram Ankara Arte Sama Yajur Evakati and the father of this universe, the mother, the support, and the grandsire. I am the object of knowledge, the purifier and the syllable um. I am also the RJ Vida, Samaveda and Yarvida. Similarly, the transcendental sound um is further explained in Bhagavad Gita, chapter 17, verse 23, um tat sad hitting or diesel brahmanas trivald hasmratah brahmanas tina vedas kayajnas kavyahitah pura from the beginning of creation. The three syllables um tat sat have been used to indicate the supreme absolute truth left square bracket brahman right square bracket dot they were uttered by brahmanas while chanting Vedic hymns and during sacrifices for the satisfaction of the supreme. Throughout all the Vedic literatures the glories of Ankara are specifically mentioned. Srila Jiva Gosvami, in his thesis Bhagavat Sandarbha, says that in the Vedic literature Ankara is considered to be the sound vibration of the holy name of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Only this vibration of transcendental sound can deliver a conditioned soul from the clutches of Maya. Sometimes Ankara is also called the Deliverer, Tara. Srimad Bhagavatam begins with the Amkara vibration, Ammano Bhagavat Vasudevaya. Therefore Amkara has been described by the great commentator Sridharasvami as Tirankura, the seed of deliverance from the material world. Since the Supreme Godhead is absolute, his holy name and his sound vibration Amkara are as good as he himself. Ketanaya Mahaprabhu says that the holy name, or Amkara, the transcendental representation of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, has all the potencies of the Personality of Godhead. Mamnam Akari Bahadvanija Sarva Saktis Tatrarpatan Diamatas All potencies are invested in the holy vibration of the holy name of the Lord. There is no doubt that the holy name of the Lord, or Amkara, is the Supreme Personality of Godhead Himself. In other words, anyone who chants Amkara and the holy name of the Lord, Hare Krishna, immediately meets the Supreme Lord directly in his sound form. In the Narada Pankaratra it is clearly said that the Supreme Personality of Godhead Narayana personally appears before the chanter who engages in chanting the Astaksara, or eight-syllable mantra, Amnamo Narayanaya. A similar statement in the Mandukaya Upanishad declares that whatever one sees in the spiritual world is all an expansion of the spiritual potency of Ankara. On the basis of all the Upanishads, Srila Jiva Gosvami says that Ankara is the supreme absolute truth and is accepted as such by all the Akaras and authorities. Ankara is beginningless, changeless, supreme and free from deterioration and external contamination. Ankara is the origin, 
middle and end of everything, and any living entity who thus understands Amkara attains the perfection of spiritual identity in Amkara. Amkara, being situated in everyone's heart, is Isvara, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, as confirmed at Ian Bhagavad Gita, Isvara Sarvabudanam HRDD Srajunitals Thati. Amkara is as good as Vishnu, because Amkara is as all-pervasive as Vishnu. One who knows Amkara and Lord Vishnu to be identical no longer has to lament or hanker. 1. Who chants Amkara no longer remains a Sudra, but immediately comes to the position of a Brahmana. Simply by chanting Amkara one can understand the whole creation to be one unit, or an expansion of the energy of the Supreme Lord. Item hi this vambaganivatero, the Supreme Lord Personality of Godhead is himself this cosmos, and still he is aloof from it. From him only this cosmic manifestation has emanated, in him it rests, and unto him it enters after annihilation. SB 1.5.20, although one who does not understand concludes otherwise, Srimad Bhagavatam states that the entire cosmic manifestation is but an expansion of the energy of the Supreme Lord. Realization of this is possible simply by chanting the holy name of the Lord, Amkara. One should not, however, foolishly conclude that, because the Supreme Personality of Godhead is omnipotent, we have manufactured a combination of letters, A, U and M, to represent Him. Factually the transcendental sound Amkara, although a combination of the three letters U and M, has transcendental potency, and one who chants Amkara will very soon realize Amkara and Lord Vishnu to be non-different. Krishna declares, Pranavasarvavadisu, I am the syllable Um in the Vedic mantras. BG 7.8, one should therefore conclude, that among the many incarnations of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Amkara is the sound incarnation. All the Vedas accept this thesis. One should always remember that the holy name of the Lord and the Lord Himself are always identical, and in Advanamanamanaya. Since Amkara is the basic principle of all Vedic knowledge, it is uttered before one begins to chant any Vedic hymn. Without Amkara, no Vedic mantra is successful. The Gosvamis therefore declare that Pranava, Amkara, is the complete representation of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, and they have analyzed Amkara in terms of its alphabetical constituents, as follows, A Karanasayat Krishnat Sarvlakakanat, Vakahu Karanasayat Ratamakaro Jiva Vakakahamkara is a combination of the letters of U and M. A Karanasayat Krishnat, the letter of Akara refers to Krishnat, who is Sarvlakakanayaka the master of all living entities and planets, material and spiritual. Nayaka means leader. He is the supreme leader, Nityonatayanam Sedanus Satananam. The letter U, Ukara indicates Srimati Renharani, the pleasure potency of Krishna, and M, Makara, indicates the living entities, Jivas. Thus Am is the complete combination of Krishna, his potency and his eternal servitors. In other words, Amkara represents Krishna, his name, fame, pastimes, entourage, expansions, devotees, potencies and everything else pertaining to him. Sarvavisvadama, Amkara is the resting place of everything, just as Krishna is the Risti in G. Pilas of Ivrithi in G. Brahmanohi Pratisthaham. The Mayavadi philosophers consider many Vedic mantras to be the Matavakaya, or principal Vedic mantra, such as Tapvamasi, Chandajaya Upanishad, 6.8.7, Idam Sarvam Yadayam Atma and Brahmadam Sarvam, Brahadranayaka Upanishad, 2.5.1, Atmavadam Sarvam, Chandajaya Upanishad, 7.25.2, and Nihananastik Inkana, Katha Upanishad, 2.1.11. That is a great mistake. Only Amkara is the Matavakaya. All these other mantras which the Mayavadis accept as the Matavakaya are only incidental. Ihe cannot be taken as the Matavakaya, or Matamantra. The mantra Tapvamasi indicates only a partial universe-tending of the Vedas, unlike Amkara, which represents the full understanding of the Vedas. Therefore the transcendental sound which includes all Vedic knowledge is Amkara, Pranava. Aside from Ankara, none of the words uttered by the followers of Sankarakari can be considered the Matavakaya. They are merely passing remarks. Sankarakari, however, has never stressed chanting of the Matavakaya Amkara, he has accepted only Tapvamasi as the Matavakaya. Imagining the living entity to be God, he has misrepresented all the mantras of the Vedanta Sutra with the motive of proving that there is no separate existence of the living entities and the Supreme Absolute Iruth. 
This is similar to the politician's attempt to prove non-violence from Bhagavad Gita. Krishna is violent to demons, and to attempt to prove that Krishna is not violent is ultimately to deny Krishna. As such explanations of Bhagavad Gita are absurd, so also is Sankarakara's explanation of the Ayantasatra, and no sane and reasonable man will accept it. At present, however, Vedanta Sutra is misrepresented not only by the so-called Vedantas but also by other unscrupulous persons who are so degraded that they even recommend that Sannyasis eat meat, fish and eggs. In this way, the so-called followers of Sankara, the impersonalist Bayavidas, are sinking lower and lower. How can these degraded men explain Vedanta Sutra, which is the essence of all Vedic literature? Lord Shri Ketanaya Mahaprabhu has declared, Mayavati Basaya Sunayalhaya Sarvanasa, anyone who hears commentary on the Vedanta Sutra from the Mayavada school is completely doomed. As explained in Bhagavad Gita, Vedaska Sarvaratam Eva Vedaya, all Vedic literature aims to understand Krishna BG 15.15. Mayavada philosophy, however, has deviated everyone from Krishna. Therefore there is a great need for the Krishna consciousness movement all over the world to save the world from degradation. Every intelligent and sane man must abandon the philosophical explanation of the Mayavadis and accept the explanation of Vaisnava Akaris. One should read Bhagavad Gita, as it is to try to understand the real purpose of the Vedas. Text 129 Sarvasraya Isvara Pranava Adisa Backquote Tatvamasi Vakaya Haya Vedara Ekadisa Translation it is the purpose of the Supreme Personality of Godhead to present Pranava left square bracket Amkara right square bracket as the reservoir of all Vedic knowledge. The words Tatvamasi are only a partial explanation of the Vedic knowledge. PURPORT Tatvamasi means you are the same spiritual identity. Text 130 Backquote Pranava, Matavakaya, Tatvakari Akadana Mahavakai Kari Backquote Tatvamasarasthapana Translation Pranava left square bracket Amkara right square bracket is the Matavakaya left square bracket Matamantra right square bracket in the Vedas. Sankarakara's followers cover this to stress without authority the mantra tapped Vamasi. Purport. The Mayavadi philosophers stress the statements tapped Vamasi, Saham, etc., but they do not stress the real Matamantra, Pranava, Amkara. Therefore, because they misrepresent Vedic knowledge, they are the greatest offenders to the lotus feet of the Lord. Ketanaya Mataprabhu says clearly, Mayavati Krishna Aparadhi Mayavati philosophers are the greatest offenders to Lord Krishna. Lord Krishna declares, Tan atom visita kroran samsarisu naratam and sitami ajasrama subhanashuras vivayanas of those who are envious and mischievous, who are the lowest among mankind are cast by me into the ocean of material existence, into various demoniac species of life. BG 16.19 Life in demoniac species awaits the Mayavadi philosophers after death, because they are envious of Krishna. When Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, 9.34, Man mana bhavamad bhakto madhyajamam namaskaru, you or am I in the always in thinking of me, offer obeisances and worship me, one demoniac scholar says that it is not Krishna to whom one must surrender. This scholar is already suffering in this life, and he will have to suffer again in the next, if in this life he does not complete his prescribed suffering. One should be very careful not to be envious of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. In the next verse, therefore, Sri Ketanaya Mahaprabhu clearly states the purpose of the Vedas. Text 131. Translation. In all the Vedic sutras and literatures, it is Lord Krishna who is to be understood, but the followers of Sankarakaraya have covered the real meaning of the Vedas with indirect explanations. PURPORT It is said, In the Vedic literature, including the Ramayana, Puranas and Mahabharata, from the very beginning, Adal, to the end, Antika, as well as within the middle, Madhika, only Harry, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, is explained. Text 132. Svada Pramana Vida, Pramana Saramani Laksana Karil Svada Pramana Dahani. Translation. The self-evident Vedic literatures are the highest evidence of all, but if these literatures are interpreted, their self-evident nature is lost. Purport. 
We quote Vedic evidence to support our statements, but if we interpret it according to our own judgment, the authority of the Vedic literature is rendered imperfect or useless. In other words, by interpreting the Vedic version one minimizes the value of Vedic evidence. When one quotes from Vedic literature, it is understood that the quotations are authoritative. How can one bring the authority under his own control? That is a case of Principia Substat. Text 133. Aimada Pradisatur Sahajartha Chadiad on Arthabayak Hyakar Kalpanakiriya. Translation. The Mayavada school, giving up the real, easily understood meaning of Vedic literature, has introduced indirect meanings, based on their imaginative powers, to prove their philosophy. Purport. Unfortunately, the Sankarite interpretation has covered almost the entire world. Therefore there is a great need to present the original, easily understood natural import of the Vedic literature. We have therefore begun by presenting Bhagavad Gita, as it is, and we propose to present all the Vedic literature in terms of the direct meaning of its words. Text 134. Translation. When Shri Ketanaya Mahaprabhu thus showed for each and every sutra the defects in Sankarakarya's explanations, all the assembled Mayavadi Sannyasis were struck with wonder. Text 135. Sakala Sannyasika Translation. All the Mayavadi Sannyasis said, Your Holiness, Kindly know from us that we actually have no quarrel with your refutation of these meanings, for you have given a clear understanding of the sutras. Text 136. Akarai Artha, Ihasabhjani Samprada, Vanyuradhachabhutata Mani. Translation. We know that all this word jugglery springs from the imagination of Sankarakarya, and yet, because we belong to his sect, we accept it, although it does not satisfy us. Text 137. Translation. Now let us see, the Mayavati Sannyasis continued, how well you can describe the sutras in terms of their direct meaning. Hearing this, Lord Ketanaya Mahaprabhu began his direct explanation of the Vedanta Sutra. Text 138. Brahadvastu backquotes Brahma Kahi dash backquotes Shri Bhagavan Sabvin Hesvarayapurna, Paratatvadama. Translation. Brahman, who is greater than the greatest, is the supreme personality of Godhead. He is full of six opulences, and therefore he is the reservoir of ultimate truth and absolute knowledge. Purport. In the Srimad Bhagavatam it is said that the absolute truth is understood in three phases of realization, the impersonal Brahman, the localized Paramatma and ultimately the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The impersonal Brahman and localized Paramatma are expansions of the potency of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is complete in six opulences, namely, wealth, fame, strength, beauty, knowledge and renunciation. Since he possesses his six opulences, the personality of Godhead is the ultimate truth in absolute knowledge. Text 139. Translation. In his original form the Supreme Personality of Godhead is full of transcendental opulences which are free from the contamination of the material world. It is to be understood that in all Vedic literature the Supreme Personality of Godhead is the ultimate goal. Text 140. Translation. When we speak of the Supreme as impersonal, we deny his spiritual potencies. Logically, if you accept half of the truth, you cannot understand the whole. Purport. In the Upanishads it is said, Um Purnamadah Purnamidam Purnat Purnam Udasi 8 Purnasaya Purnamadaya Purnamivavasis I 8 th is verse W H I H is mean shy and I and the Is Upanishad, Brahadranayaka Upanishad and many other Upanishads, indicates that the Supreme Personality of Godhead is full in six opulences. His position is unique, for he possesses all riches, strength, influence, beauty, knowledge and renunciation. Brahman means the greatest, but the Supreme Personality of Godhead is greater than the greatest, just as the sun globe is greater than the sunshine which is all-pervading in the universe. 
although the sunshine that spreads all over the universes appears very great to the less knowledgeable, greater than the sunshine is the sun itself, and greater than the sun is the sun god. Similarly, impersonal Brahman is not the greatest, although it appears to be so. Impersonal Brahman is only the bodily effulgence of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, but the transcendental form of the Lord is greater than both the impersonal Brahman and localized Paramatma. Therefore, whenever the word Brahman is used in Vedic literature, it is understood to refer to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. In Bhagavad Gita the Lord is also addressed as Parabrahman. Mayavadis and others sometimes misunderstand Brahman, because every living entity is also Brahman. Therefore Krishna is referred to as Parabrahman, the Supreme Brahman. In the Vedic literature, whenever the words Brahman or Parabrahman are used, they are to be understood to refer to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna. This is their real meaning. Since the entire Vedic literature deals with the subject of Brahman, Krishna is therefore the ultimate goal of Vedic understanding. The impersonal Brahmajyoti rests on the personal form of the Lord. Therefore, although the impersonal effulgence, the Brahmajyoti, is the first realization, one must enter into it, as mentioned in the Isopanasad, to find the Supreme Person, and then one's knowledge is perfect. Bhagavad Gita 7.19 also confirms this. Bahunam Janmanamantajnanavanvam Prapadayate, one's search for the absolute truth by dint of speculative knowledge is complete when one comes to the point of understanding Krishna and surrenders unto him. That is the real point of perfectional knowledge. Partial realization of the absolute truth, as impersonal Brahman denies the complete opulences of the Lord. This is a hazardous understanding of the absolute truth. Unless one accepts all the features of the absolute truth, namely, impersonal Brahman, localized Paramatma and ultimately the Supreme Personality of Godhead, his knowledge is imperfect. Sripada Ramanujakaraya, in his Vidartha Sangraha, says, Jnanina Dharmina Svirupam Api Nirupatam, Natujnanamatram Brahmidi Kathamitam Avagamayatidhi Set. He thus indicates that the real absolute identity must be understood in terms of both his knowledge and characteristics. Simply to understand the absolute truth to be full of knowledge is not sufficient. In the Vedic literature we find the statement Yahsarvajnathsarvavit, which means that the Absolute Truth knows everything perfectly, but we also learn from the Vedic description Pirasaya Saktar Vividevas Ruayate that not only does he know everything, but he also acts accordingly by utilizing his different energies. Thus to understand that Brahman, the Supreme, is conscious is not sufficient. One must know how he consciously acts through his different energies. Mayavada philosophy simply informs us of the consciousness of the Absolute Truth but does not give us information of how he acts with his consciousness. That is the defect of that philosophy. Text 141. Bhagavan Prapta Hidu Translation. It is only by devotional service, beginning with hearing, that one can approach the Supreme Personality of Godhead. That is the only means to approach him. Purport. Mayavadi philosophers are satisfied simply to understand Brahman to be the sum total of knowledge, but Vaisnava philosophers not only know in detail about the Supreme Personality of Godhead but also know how to approach him directly. The method for this is described by Sri Ketanaya Mahaprabhu as nine kinds of devotional service, beginning with hearing. Sravanam Kurdanam Visna Smeranam Padasavanam Arkanam Vandanam Dasayam Sakhayam Atmanivanam SB. 7.5.23, one can directly approach the Supreme Personality of Godhead simply by executing the nine kinds of devotional service, of which hearing about the Lord is the most important, Sarvanadi. Sri Ketanaya Mahaprabhu has very favorably stressed the importance of this process of hearing. According to his method, if people are simply given a chance to hear about Krishna, certainly they will gradually develop their dormant awareness or love of Godhead. Sarvanadi Sadhasit Kare Udaya CC. Madhya 22.107. Love of God is dormant in everyone, but if one is given a chance to hear about the Lord, certainly that love develops. Our Krishna consciousness movement acts on this principle. We simply give people the chance to hear about the Supreme Personality of Godhead and give them prasada to eat, and the actual result is that all over the world people are responding to this process and becoming pure devotees of Lord Krishna. 
we open hundreds of centers all over the world just to give people in general a chance to hear about Krishna and accept Krishna's prasada. These two processes can be accepted by anyone, even a child. It doesn't matter whether one is poor or rich, learned or foolish, black or white, old or still a child, anyone who simply hears about the Supreme Personality of Godhead and takes prasada is certainly elevated to the transcendental position of devotional service. Text 142. Translation. By practicing this regulated devotional service under the direction of the spiritual master, certainly one awakens his dormant love of Godhead. This process is called Adhyadhaya. Purport. By the practice of devotional service, beginning with hearing and chanting, the impure heart of a conditioned soul is purified, and thus he can understand his eternal relationship with the Supreme Personality of Godhead. That eternal relationship is described by Sri Ketanaya Mahaprabhu. Jivarabhak quotes Virupahaya Krishnara Nitya Dasa, the living entity is an eternal servitor of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. When one is convinced about this relationship, which is called Sambandha, he then acts accordingly. That is called Adhyadhaya. The next step is Prayajanasinhi, or fulfillment of the ultimate goal of one's life. If one can understand his relationship with the Supreme Personality of Godhead and act accordingly, automatically his mission in life is fulfilled. The Mayavadi philosophers miss even the first stage in self-realization, because they have no conception of God's being personal. He is the master of all, and he is the only person who can accept the service of all living entities, but since this knowledge is lacking in Mayavada philosophy, Mayavadis do not have knowledge even of their relationship with God. They wrongly think that everyone is God or that everyone is equal to God. Therefore, since the real position of the living entity is not clear to them, how can they advance further? Although they are very puffed up at being liberated, Mayavadi philosophers very shortly fall down again to material activities due to their neglecting the lotus feet of the Lord. That is called Padanti Adhat. Iramhaya Krakrina Param Padam Tadah Padanti Adho SB. 10.2.32, it is the statement of Pralada Maharaja that persons who think themselves liberated but do not execute devotional service, not knowing their relationship with the Lord, are certainly misled. One must know his relationship with the Lord and act accordingly. Then the fulfillment of his life's mission will be possible. Text 143. Krishnarakarinhaya Translation. If one develops his love of Godhead and becomes attached to the lotus feet of Krishna, gradually he loses his attachment to everything else. PURPORT This is a test of advancement in devotional service. Bhaktir Parasyanabhavoviraktir in Itrasayat, in Bhakti, a devotee's only attachment is Krishna, he no longer wants to maintain his attachments to many other things. Although Mayavadi philosophers are supposed to be very advanced on the path of liberation, we see that after some time they descend to politics and philanthropic activities. Many big sannyasis who were supposedly liberated and very advanced have come down again to materialistic activities, although they left this world as Mithya, false. When a devotee develops in devotional service, however, he no longer has attachments to such philanthropic activities. He is simply inspired to serve the Lord, and he engages his entire life in such service. This is the difference between Vaisnava and Mayavadi philosophers. Devotional service, therefore, is practical, whereas Mayavada philosophy is merely mental speculation. Text 144. Translation. Love of Godhead is so exalted that it is considered to be the fifth goal of human life. By awakening one's love of Godhead, one can attain the platform of conjugal love, tasting it even during the present span of life. PURPORT The Mayavadi philosophers consider the highest goal of perfection to be liberation, bhakti, which is the fourth perfectional platform. Generally people are aware of four principal goals of life, religiosity, dharma, economic development, artha, sense gratification, Kama, and ultimately liberation, Moksha, but devotional service is situated on the platform above liberation. In other words, when one is actually liberated, Bhakta, he can understand the meaning of love of Godhead, Krishna Pramat. 
While teaching Rupadasvami, Sri Ketanaya Mahaprabhu stated, Kanamuktamadhai backquotes de labha ega krasnabhata, out e of emileons of li berated payer so in s, o any may become a devotee of Lord Krishna. The most elevated Mayavadi philosopher can rise to the platform of liberation, but Krishna Bhakti, devotional service to Krishna, is transcendental to such liberation. Srila Vyasadeva explains this fact in Srimad Bhagavatam SB. 1.1.2 Dharma Prajjita K Tavo Trapuram Oner Matsaranam Sadam Vedayam Vastavam Etra Vastu Sividam Tapitrayan Mulanam Completely Rejecting All Religions Which Are Materially Motivated, the Bhagavata Purana propounds the highest truth, which is understandable by those devotees who are pure in heart. The highest truth is reality, distinguished from illusion for the welfare of all. Such truth uproots the threefold miseries. Srimad Bhagavatam, the explanation of Vedanta Sutra, is meant for Piramonar Matsaranam, those who are complete.